It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 104.9, the Morning X is Kev. We have Petey the Packer fan on the phone, a little bit upset that the Packers lost. What's up, Petey? <laughs> oh. You feeling a little bit sad this morning, Petey? Yes. Why? I mean, it's just a game, Petey. You don't have to be that upset. I wanted them to win so badly. I know you did. A lot of people wanted them to win. But now you know a little bit of what it feels like to be a Bears fan, right? That's not true. Why not? Why aren't you the same as Bears fans who are sad that their team lost? Because they suck balls. Well, why can't you look on the bright side, Petey? I mean, they got this far. Getting to the NFC Championship is a huge accomplishment. So why not just take that at face value and feel good about that? Because I them to win. Oh, they're there. They're there, Petey. They're there. But now I can't rub it in my friend's faces. Yeah, and we all know that the whole point of watching sports is that so you can yell in your face to your friends, right? I bought State Farm insurance because of Aaron Rodgers, and now I look stupid. Oh, well, that was a stupid thing to do. Like a good neighbor, Aaron Rodgers abandoned you. And even if he didn't abandon you, the coach did. What was he thinking not going for the touchdown when you have the MVP quarterback on your side? You don't kick a damn field goal in the NFC Championship. He had to follow his heart. Oh, so his heart was set on losing and not going to the Super Bowl? (laughs) Oh, what did I say? Don't remind me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry I shouldn't have brought it up, but I would like to suggest that maybe you join the dark side and come over and be a Bears fan. Never! Never? I mean, what what if Aaron Rodgers decided to quit the Packers and then come be a Bear? Would you be a Bears fan then? No! Why not? Because I'm not an idiot. Well, he's got a point there. Thanks, Petey. Today we're going to do overrated, underrated actors, Matt. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, just this is actors, and we'll do actresses next week. But today, oh, actor. Okay, because yeah. mine was an actress, but I guess we'll do actresses. Yeah, yeah, we'll do actresses next week. Okay. We'll separate them just like the Oscars do. Okay. Because that's fair. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it just best best actor should be everybody, right? Yeah, right. Put them all in the same category. It's not like it's not like sports, you know? No, it's it's if you do a great performance, you should be best actor or actress, best best acting person. Overall. Put it in an overall category at least. Overall best, yes. For sure. And then the swimsuit competition. <laughs> so you want, you want me to do mine first so that you have time to think of your No, no, I'll go. I, I can go. All right, so what do, you, what do you got? Overrated slash underrated actors of all time. All right, overrated actor, Ben Affleck. <laughs> but, okay, but is he overrated, though? Yes. Okay, but most people hate him, so that means he's not quite that yeah, highly rated. People say he's good. I've heard people, he's a good producer slash director. He does make good movies. I just don't enjoy him. He's cast a lot, for sure. But I mean, he's he's usually cast in a Boston type role where he's playing a tough guy or a, you know, or Batman for some reason. Oh, you know, see, I don't. It was it's really Batman that that pisses me off the most. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say your name? Yeah, the uh, Batman <laughs> Superman movie was just awful, just terrible. Yeah, I think that's going to come up a lot when we do these. I think that's just going to happen. So that's that's who I choose. How about underrated? Underrated? How this is kind of a. Uh, I, I argue that Keanu Reeves is one of the greatest actors of our generation, and everybody, oh, and everybody laughs at me. Yes. It's not just because of Bill and Ted, all right? He's been in so many good movies. Yeah, he kind of plays, oh, no, uh, what's going on? We, I was in Little Buddha, and I was in Much Ado About Nothing, which is Shakespeare. He was also in John Wick, which is an amazing movie franchise. Speed. Speed may be the greatest movie ever made. I love Speed. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was he was Johnny Utah. Let's not forget Point Break, Kev. Him and Patrick Swayze crushed that movie. You know, I never thought that Bill and Ted was what made him a terrible actor. You know what made him a terrible actor? What? The Matrix. I've never seen it. Surprisingly, as much as I'm advocating for him, never seen the movie. Any, well, okay, he was fine in the Matrix. Any movie where he doesn't really have to emote that much, he's fine. Because he's not good at emoting. That's true. He's an actor. He doesn't talk much in John Wick. He's more of just a kind of killy kind of person. I am going to shoot you. <laughs> just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wildcat, he can see us. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, you know, yeah, maybe he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He doesn't get the credit the guy deserves. He's he's not a bad. Think about how much money his movies have made at the box office. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, he's been. And huge. they're enjoyable movies. Uh, some people staunchly disagreed with mine. What'd you say? Uh, overrated Marlon Brando. I don't know. Okay, Godfather, obviously. Yeah, after the Godfather, he pretty much stopped giving a crap about acting. Well. Pretty that, much. that was his role. He probably knew that was it for him. Yeah, after that, he just he, he would show up on set like fat and just <laughs> out of shape without any lines memorized, and they'd be like, well, we have to shoot, and he'd be like, all right, well, let's just do it then. And like that's, he just stopped caring. In his younger days, if you look at him, he's a very svelte man. Like he's in, in shape. Yeah, he was, and, he, was a, he was a hot ticket, man. And then, I don't know what happened. He kind of just let himself go. Yeah, right up there with Val Kilmer, just... Who cares? You know, Val Kilmer was another one was like, yeah, I don't care. Underrated. Yeah. This guy should have had at least two more Oscars than he does. Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you. But I wouldn't call him. I mean, people know he's a great actor. They do. But but people hate him because he was like a heartthrob, too. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Right now, after seeing The Aviator, I don't know how anybody cannot question or any question his acting skills. He's excellent. Wolf of Wall Street. Amazing. Oh, I just watched that over the weekend again. But. But the first time he was ever nominated for an Oscar, he should have won by far that year. For what? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, he crushed that role, too. Dude, I didn't know who he was at the time, and I thought that they cast a mentally challenged actor to play that role. Mm -hmm. Like, he was that believable, and he did his homework. He went to uh, a facility and and hung out with mentally challenged people uh, to just find out their, their rhythms, their mannerisms, and things like that. Now, nowadays, they might say they should have just cast... A mentally challenged person nowadays, all, which which, but, which I can get behind too. But he did a great job, and I don't think he did it offensively. No, and name a movie that he's not great in. There's <laughs> you can't. Um, uh, the beach. I never saw the beach. Beach was awful. It was, okay. it was just awful. He wasn't good in the beach. Yeah. All right, fine. Besides the beach, right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to a couple of Facebook Facebook responses here real quick. Uh, right. Overrated Tom Cruise, underrated Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is pretty good. Now, on the flip side of that, right after that, Matt says, not this Matt, a uh, different Matt says, Joaquin Phoenix overrated. See, he was great as Johnny Cash. He was wonderful as the Joker. I mean, he does a good job. Yeah, he was fine. He's out there, though. Their underrated was Charlie Hunnam. Who's which, that? I think I think that's the Jax from uh, the motorcycle show. What the hell is that motorcycle show called? <laughs> I, I don't know. Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> sure. I'm a, I'm a bad motorcycle rider because I didn't know that right off the bat. Yeah, come but, on, uh, Kev. Overrated Adam Sandler. Says Christina. He is pretty overrated. He uh, used to be funny. Now he's just. I'm trying to find this. Somebody said, who said this? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Chad says overrated Robert De Niro. Really? Which, I mean, Robert De Niro's great. Just, you know, a little bit. Overrated, I'm not sure. Just, you know, maybe it's, it's this is a matter of opinion. But uh, underrated Jim Varney, the guy who played <laughs> <I> mean, Ernest. <laughs> what else was he in besides Ernest Goes to Camp? Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest oh, scared right. stupid. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to college. But did you know that Ernest was just originally a commercial pitch guy? No, I did, did not. Did you know that? Hey, Var. 
It sure is hot up here, Vern. I bet you'd like a cold, smooth, mellow yellow right now, uh-huh. wouldn't you? Yeah, I just bet you. That's how he started. It's just like these commercials about this annoying neighbor who would come over and be like, hey, Vern, did you hear about this? And like different companies hired him to just be earnest in these commercials. That's a good life. (laughs) (laughs) You can just play the one guy in every movie, playing the same character in every movie, which I guess is what Keanu Reeves does. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> One final Facebook response here because uh, I got an issue with this. First of all, he says underrated Vigo Mortensen, Matthew Lillard, Gary Oldman, Jensen Ackles from uh, Supernatural. Okay. Uh, but overrated, he says. I say Will Ferrell, Ray Romano, Jerry Seinfeld, and Ben Stiller. None are entertaining slash funny to me at all. Matt, please don't come to any stand-up comedy shows. If if neither one of those guys can make you laugh, you, you Go ahead. He just rattled off the funniest people to ever <laughs> to ever walk the face of the earth. All those guys are terrible. Really? I, I, yeah, this is the guy that comes to the comedy club and then sits there with his arms folded and doesn't smile the entire show. Oh, I hate that guy. And he always seems to sit in the front row, too. His wife's laughing her balls off, and he's just like, get this over with. That's this guy. I promise that's Some this guy. Some people can't find joy. <laughs> Share your underrated slash overrated actors with us on our Facebook page at The X Rockford. We'll do actresses next week to make it fair. Okay. All right, Matt, thanks. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. It's Tuesday, and once again, it is time for your celebrity dump. <laughs> Dumping on celebrities. As usual, Matt Hall, hi. That's what they get, you know? If you choose to be in the spotlight, you're going to get dumped on. Yeah, we only punch up around here. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Blink-182's Travis Barker may be dating Kourtney Kardashian. That's unfortunate. The Kardashian the Kardashian family say they're happy for Kourtney, while the rest of us wonder, when did Travis Barker join the NBA? <laughs> because they only date NBA players. <laughs> well, he's got tattoos. So. Uh, her particularly. I think she's really into the NBA, guys. Is it... Is she the one that dated uh, Blake Griffin or something? Or I don't know. Probably. One of them? I, I don't know. I can't keep track. There's so many of Kardashians, I can't keep track of who's who anymore. Yeah, well, this is supposed to be a Kardashian-free zone, unless we're dumping on people. Yeah. Uh, a source close to Kanye West says he's okay with his impending divorce from Kim Kardashian. Kanye has reportedly said that he's been sick of her family for a very long time, and on behalf of the rest of the world, I'd like to say, Kanye, welcome to the club! <laughs> This is actually the first time I'll ever agree with Kanye West about Kanye, the Kardashians. Kanye says he especially can't stand her mother, Kris Jenner. Ah. Nobody's actually had a heart to tell him that her name's actually Caitlyn. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know that relationship either. Now, Caitlyn Jenner is someone's dad. Is is he Chloe's dad or he's Courtney's? Married, married to Kris Jenner, and he's uh, you know Kylie and Kendall's dad. I, I don't know. And he's the rest of their stepdad. It's it's very or, I'm confusing. sorry, she's the rest of their stepmom. Well, either way, I, I don't understand it. Let's get away from the Yeah. Let's get away from those evil people. Yeah. And go on to some other evil people. Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari. Oh, I hate them. They, don't talk about Jay Cutler. They sparked rumors that they may be getting back together. Oh, really? They posted a picture with a caption that said, The world is full of users. Ten years. Can't break that. Did Jay Cutler say, I don't care, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Cutler says the rumors about marriage are true. Last time he had something blown for him was the 2010 NFC Championship. So. Yes, I am still upset. Oh, my little knee hurts. <laughs> By the way, Drew Brees was playing with a torn rotator cuff in that NFC uh, game that he played in last week. Jay Cutler's knee went out. In the, yeah. Come on, you, man. You still holding on to that, man? Yes. It's long gone. I do not like Jay Cutler. It was 11 years ago. I don't care. <laughs> It was the last time the Bears were in the playoffs. Well, I had a chance at the chance anyway. Yeah. Joe Exotic did not receive the pardon no. he was hoping to get from former President Trump. 
<laughs> While the Tiger King expressed his disappointment, Carol Baskin says that she's relieved he's still in prison. Oh. But that's mainly because she can't bear the stress and horror of watching tigers eat a second person. That's right. That's your celebrity dump. <laughs> Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. We all have pet peeves, right? Things that other people do that bother the crap out of us. For me, it's usually a language thing. Like spelling or grammar, something like that. I can't like I can't stand when somebody says less when they should say fewer. Drives me nuts. I heard somebody the other day say, well, I have less kids than you do. No, no, it's fewer. I have fewer kids. You have fewer kids and less poop. See how that works? I don't know. Some people, some people just don't pick up on that kind of thing because they don't read. And that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's called a pet peeve. It's something that I can't control. That bugs me. And uh, somebody made a list. I'm not sure who has this kind of time on their hands, but somebody made a list based on Google searches of the most common pet peeves in all 50 states. And a lot of them are shared. For example, 15 states shared the pet peeve that's slow internet. That was number one overall. Wisconsin was one of those states. Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa. A bunch of other ones. In 11 states, burping was the number one pet peeve. Burping. That's a natural act. It's a natural expulsion of gas. Yes, it's rude when somebody does it right in your face. But don't get mad just because people are doing it, right? Again, pet peeves. Things we can't control. The biggest pet peeves in every state. When someone else's kids won't behave, seven states said that that was the number one pet peeve. When someone else's kids won't behave, Illinois is on that one, on that list. Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Michigan, North Carolina, Texas, and Virginia say, keep a handle on your kids. My kids are perfect, but your kids better behave them damn selves. That's, that's the attitude, I guess. Bragging is the pet peeve in five different states. Littering. Four states. Public displays of a, displays of affection. Three states. Depends on how much affection. If you want to give a hug and kiss to your wife in public, go ahead and do it. But if you're going to, like, make out, if you're going to, like, play grab ass in the middle of the grocery store aisle, probably not appropriate. And, uh, yeah, five pet peeves. Got one state each. Laziness, nail-biting, passive-aggressive behavior. <laughs> that one's from Wyoming. Why are they worried about passive-aggressive behavior in Wyoming? Nobody even lives there. And Maryland says being too pessimistic. It's a pet peeve. That's stupid. And crazily enough, I'm surprised this isn't at least in New York, California, and Chicago area. The only state where traffic is the top pet peeve is Delaware. I don't know about that. What's your biggest pet peeve? Share it with us on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. It's the Morning X. The Morning X wins. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Let's take a look at coronavirus insanity. These are coronavirus stories from around the world and right here in the U.S. For example, a paramedic in Polk County, Florida, who was named the 2020 Paramedic of the Year in the county, was just arrested for stealing three vials of the COVID vaccine. Wow. Now douche of the year. Congratulations. A survey of new parents found the most stressful things about having a baby during COVID are having more doctor's appointments, going to the hospital during the pandemic, and not being able to share pregnancy news in person. I guess that's tough. I mean, you want to, like, hug and jump up and down and squeal in the kitchen. You don't want to have to do it over FaceTime. I get it. And a pub in Oxford, England that's been around for more than 450 years 
had to shut down because of the pandemic. How about that? 450 years and a little microscopic bug takes you out. It's crazy. And that is Coronavirus Insanity. It's Kev. Now, what do you think of a character like that? On 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning Exit is Kev. And the other day, Matt, Chelsea, I was watching Jeopardy. And they had a category on Jeopardy for Cleveland. It was like just questions about Cleveland, Ohio. And I thought if Cleveland gets a Jeopardy category, Rockford should get a Jeopardy category, right? Oh, for sure. So I've come up with the questions that might be in that category. And we're going to play Rockford Jeopardy. Welcome to Rockford Jeopardy <laughs> with your host, some a-hole who didn't grow up here. Welcome. Welcome to Rockford Jeopardy, everybody. Thank you, Don Pardo, for that brilliant introduction. <laughs> In studio, our contestants. Let's meet them. We have, from down the hall, Matt Hall. Hi, everybody. Nice to be here. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing much. Just hanging out, ready to play some Rockford Jeopardy. You think you know your Rockford pretty well? I know of Rockford, so that'll help. So you're kind of a transplant like me. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not from here, so I'm, I'm Well, I got a... bad news for you. Your opponent... Is a Rockford native. We have Chelsea, also from down the hall. Welcome, Chelsea. Nice to be here. You think you know your Rockford pretty well? I'm a Rockfordian, so I know. Look at that. Even using the lingo. All right. Well, there's a lot of pop culture here. <laughs> so uh, nothing about Rockford. This, this. Well, no, it is. It's all Rockford centric. So okay, good. We're gonna go in order. We're gonna play. You guys are gonna buzz in, and I've given you each a word to buzz in with, since we don't have actual buzzards. Uh, Chelsea, what's your word? Flapjack. Flapjack. Matt, your word is? <sighs> chode. chode. <laughs> Why do I got to be chode? Because <laughs> that's the word you drew, okay? <laughs> All right, so here's how it's going to work. We'll ask questions. You buzz in. And uh, remember, answer in the form of a question. Oh. What is? Who is? What is yes. chode? Yes. I got yes, you. Yes, exactly. And uh, then uh, I'll give you the points or take the points away if you get it wrong. Oh. Here we go. Question number one for 200. The Rockford basketball team and the Continental Basketball Association, until its final season in 2006, shared a name with this weather phenomenon. Ah, Chode. Matt Hall. Hurricanes. Not the hurricanes. What is a tsunami? Not a tsunami. So you're both down 200 bucks already. Look at you. What was it? We're looking for lightning. The Rockford Lightning oh, yeah. basketball team. I knew that too. Hurricane. There's no hurricanes in Rockford. What was I thinking? <laughs> yes, you know those uh, lake effect hurricanes. <laughs> 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 All right. For 400. You guys are both negative 200 right now. This might not go well. Uh, okay. Fred Van Vliet, NBA star and proud Rockford native, attended this Rockford High School. Flapjack. Chelsea. What is Auburn High School? Auburn is absolutely correct. Chelsea's on the board. That brings you up to positive 200 to Matt's negative 200. It's not fair. She went there. I didn't go there. I went to Guilford. Oh, well, sorry. (laughs) There's no that's not fair here, Matt. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) All right. For 800, uh, in an interview with Las Vegas Weekly, this Rockford native comedian called Rockford, Illinois, a, quote, crappy town whose residents dream of one day moving to Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Ah, he was just here. He had a big scandal. You know what? Oh Chode. My- yeah, Matt Hall. I'm going to say John Christ. It was not John Christ. Matt's down to a negative thousand. Chelsea, you want to take this one? Oh, my gosh. Um... I'm drawing a blank here, and I can literally see the article in my head. Yes. Are you serious right now? It goes back to about 2012 here. Uh, He's from Rockford? Oh, my gosh. I already answered. 
I'm going to have to buzz you. Pause I, I know. Yeah. I'm going to. What's the time limit here, sir? <laughs> Why don't you be a better host and moderate this thing? I'm trying to be Polly fair. Shore. No, we were looking. <laughs> Polly Shore. <laughs> See, now i got to take points away from you. Look at that. I didn't chime in. Take them away. <laughs> oh, yeah. You never did buzz in. That's right. She did not say flapjack. So, uh, yeah. So, we're looking for Natasha Leggero. Natasha oh, Leggero. She's from here? Yeah. And she said she hates this place. <laughs> well, so how lovely. How nice, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. 4,000. Set to reopen in February. This museum is known for its tales of paranormal disturbances. Flapjack. Chelsea. What is Tinker Swiss Cottage? Tinker Swiss Cottage is absolutely correct. That brings Chelsea up to like, I don't know. What's our score? <laughs> 1,200. Chelsea's got 1,200 to Matt's negative 600. I got one right. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> no, you didn't, Matt. <laughs> You're so far doing uh, okay. okay. I'm doing terribly. <laughs> All right, we're keeping going with Rockford Jeopardy here for twelve hundred dollars. Well, fake dollars. <laughs> uh, Rockford classic rock band Cheap Trick was composed of Tom Peterson, Bunny Carlos, Rick Nielsen, and this Harlem High School grad. Flapjack. Yes. Cheap trick. That's not the question. <laughs> that is the question. Take points away. No. No, yeah, the points do come Dad off. Dad gummit. <laughs> points do come off, and that puts Chelsea at like negative four. Not the name of the band. Who was in the band? Oh, damn. Yeah, I named all the members but one. I don't know. Only All I know in Cheap Trick is Rick Nielsen, so I don't know. All right, well, Matt did not buzz in, so he does not lose any Chode. points there. It I don't is know. Gonna be, uh, it's going to be Robin Zander for that one. I'm looking for Robin Zander. Robin Zander. Of Cheap Trick. Dad gummit. Dad Gummit is correct. All right. So if we look at the scores right now, as they sit, we're looking at Chelsea has negative 400. Matt, negative... A thousand? A thousand, yes. <laughs> so there's still a chance. Okay. With Final Jeopardy right after this. Welcome to Rockford Jeopardy with your host, some a-hole who didn't grow up here. And welcome back to 1049 The Morning X. We are playing Rockford Jeopardy, and it's time for Final Jeopardy. Now, the Final Jeopardy category is Rockford Culture. All right. Oh, I got this. So I need you to write down how many points you're going to wager. Let's remind the audience. Chelsea's at negative 400 points. Matt is at negative 1,000. And I can wager whatever I want, right? Wager whatever you want, Matt. Oh, man. All right, so you've got your wagers down. Yep. And your final Jeopardy question is, the Midway Village Museum features a seven-foot-tall one of these named Nelson. You'll have 30 seconds to write down your answer. Looking for the Midway Village Museum features a seven-foot-tall one of these named Nelson for final Jeopardy in Rockford Jeopardy. I think this is going very well, guys. <laughs> Matt needs a ton of points to win this thing. Chelsea... Is still in the negative. The pen you gave me has leaked all over my hands. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, no. It sure has. <laughs> I mean, insult to injury there, moderator. Just don't wipe them on your pants, okay? Uh -huh. I didn't I didn't do it on purpose. Okay, so we have your answers here. Matt, Midway Village Museum features a seven-foot-tall one of these named Nelson. Your answer was? Dinosaur. Dinosaur, not what we were looking for. You wagered. 10,000 points. 10,000 points. That puts you at negative 11,000. Chelsea, your answer. Sock monkey. Sock monkey is the correct oh, answer. Oh, Look on. at you. How about Chelsea? Hey. Was that a guess or did you know? I knew. And your wager was? $2,400. $2,400 was put you at a positive 2,000, making Chelsea the winner <laughs> of Rockford Jeopardy. Yay! It's, Where do I pick up my check? Yeah, I'm not paying you crap. <laughs> 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Cav here. Matt Hall is in the room, and it's time to take a look at Rockford Missed Connections. Let's do it, shall we? 
course, the very wrong place to look for love is Craigslist. You know, I used to think that, but as the months and days go by, I, I feel like it's not such a bad idea. The more of these posts we share, the more you're like, I gotta get, I gotta get into this. They don't sound so crazy after you hear a bunch of them. <laughs> these are real posts in the misconnection section. You can follow along if you want to, unless you're driving. Don't do that. Bad idea. Uh, but this first one says, "Girl behind us at Dixon Walmart around noon." Okay. It reads, it reads, we were the couple ahead of you in aisle four with the slow checker. Oh. We'd be interested in talking to you if you're interested in making some new friends. Uh, oh, it's one of those situations. Sounds huh? like a little threesome action. You and me and her simultaneous. You and me and you and you simultaneous love You'd be into that, right, Matt? Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know, I can handle one lady. I don't know about two. And then the other, I don't know about the other. What about, what about you and a, and a couple, a girl and a guy? No, 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 that's out. That's immediately, no. It's, it would be an uncomfortable situation. I wouldn't know what to do. You need to open your mind, broaden your horizons no, a little bit. No, I know. Hey, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. All I'm saying. And I don't like that. Look, I'm not trying to say anything gross. I'm just saying that sword fighting can be fun. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Be like, whatever you do, don't make eye contact. That- <laughs> well, you know, it's it's all your own comfort level. You got to set those boundaries yourself. Uh-huh. But I'm saying, don't rule it out. <laughs> no, I'm ruling it out. All right, fine. How about this one? Male looking for female for workout. DeKalb slash Sycamore. Is this you, Matt? Uh, no comment on that one. <laughs> says, male looking for female workout partner. Please reply if interested in helping me hit my exercise goal. Maybe it's just for workout, though. It doesn't have to be sexual. I guess it doesn't. I mean, it, it's on Craigslist, and but it's it definitely is. sexual. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what his exercise goal is, and it lasts about three seconds right at the end. <laughs> I mean, have you been? Do you have a Do you have a gym membership? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't used it in a while. There is a, some sexy ladies at the gym, and it is hard not to look because I don't know if you know this, but women don't wear anything anymore at the gym, which is <laughs> not fair. It's entrapment, I say. Yeah, they just the sports bra. Some, I mean, and the shorts. I understand the yoga pants. I get it. You know, they're workout pants, but come on, just a sports bra sometimes. What am I supposed, and then you look at me like I'm the creep. What am I supposed to do? Just stare straight ahead, Matt. Or get those things that the horses wear, the blinders, right. so you can't look left Sun- or right. What if I wore sunglasses? Would that do anything? What's that guy wearing shades for? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see them. There's no way to not see no, them at the gym, just, but you don't have to stare. Either. No, it's hard. Yeah, it, I don't know what to do. Well, I know it's hard. That's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> That's not what I was. Mean. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my gym membership. All right, here we go. Woman wanted. Oh, okay. It says woman wanted for man that likes boating, camping, tubing, going out to eat, movies, and more. Sounds fun. Have my own place. Live in girlfriend situation possible with the right person. Message me a little about yourself. Oh, well, he's got a boat. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. I've got a, uh, a basement with a, with a hole in it and uh, got a basket. Yeah, <laughs> some lotion. <We've... laughs> that's what, that's, see, that movie, that's the problem. Whenever a guy approaches a woman about something, immediately people think, oh, he's Buffalo Bill. Yeah. They're going to be putting the lotion in the basket. Hey, you want to help me move this couch into my van? <laughs> that's how it starts. Yeah. Note to self. Ladies, don't help a guy put a couch in his van. That's all. We're not all Buffalo Bill, too, by the way. Just because I ask you to dinner doesn't mean you're going to end up in my basement with, you know, me lowering a basket of lotion down to you. You might, but we'll see where the night goes. We will. 
Matt's going to tuck it in for you. (laughs) This final one here says, looking for Rex the Carpenter. Uh Oh, hey, Rex. I need some deck work done. Yeah, I can help you with the wood. Are you sure they meant deck? You got a big deck, right, Matt? (laughs) I've I've heard that about you. I've heard your neighbors were like jealous. They're like, Matt's got a bigger deck than me. It's massive hardwood deck. It sure is. I, I take care of it, too. I, I stain it daily. Yeah, I heard you're out there with some kind of fluid staining your deck. I do. You got to sand it down every once in a while. Make sure it's nice. You're being too modest about your deck. You should be showing your deck to everyone. You think so? You should be sending deck pics. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to see my deck pics. <laughs> Although the camera does... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to go there, so... It does look better. And I've also heard you have really nice dishes, too. People are always talking about your deck and bowls for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're like a hobbyist, right? You're like a huge deck head. I've heard that about you. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 1049. Okay, here we go again. Dork alert. The Morning X. I learned something new today. The television show Mission Impossible. You know, there's Tom Cruise movies called Mission Impossible, but a TV show invented the term self-destruct. It had never been around before that. They had famous mission instructions that would quote self-destruct in five seconds. Learn something new every day. Remember that uh, Inspector Gadget his notes would self-destruct too. It's probably a parody of that. You have to be like, go, go, Gadget, copter! Fly away. Then he had a niece. Remember that Inspector Gadget had a niece who would solve all his mysteries for him. Inspector Gadget was useless. I'm surprised Dr. Claw didn't kick his ass. If he didn't have Penny, his his niece, he would have got his ass kicked by Dr. Claw. He'd have been like, I got you, Gadget. You stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) Dr. Claw had that little evil cat, too. God. That was a great cartoon. What were some cartoons you liked growing up? 815-874-2104. I mean, these, there's some great shows. Cartoons today suck. I'm sorry. The new ones are not great. They're all weird and trippy. <laughs> as, if, as if Inspector Gadget was totally normal. Classic cartoons. What was your favorite? I'll tell you what, Thundercats was another one in our house. I'd love to hear about that today as well. 815-874-2104 on our Facebook page at the X Rockford, Twitter and Instagram. Also our voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1. Maybe you're a little too shy to chat. Just want to leave a message. We'll gladly take that too. It's 1049 the morning X. It's Kev. The morning X. Looking for your favorite cartoons growing up, because I think today's cartoons bite. Just talking about uh, Inspector Gadget a little bit earlier. And uh, Mike's on the phone. What's up, Mike? Yeah, hey, hi, man. Hey, I love listening to you guys. Appreciate uh, it. Johnny Quest was one of my favorites growing up. Johnny Quest. Now, that might have been a little bit before my time, not too far before my time. So, Johnny Quest, what did he do? He Did he, like, fight crime? Uh, yeah, it was um, Johnny Quest, Ray Spannon, Haji. Um, the dude was, uh, uh, like, a professor, and, and the two boys were always... Uh, uh, solving stuff, uh, but it was Johnny Quest, his good friend Haji. They were probably about, I don't know, 13, 14 year old kids on the show. Sure, they he had, had, yeah, he was like a tall guy with like light hair, right? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, they rebooted that when I was a little bit younger too. Yeah. Okay. That they had like yeah. young Johnny Quest where he's a little blonde haired kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, I appreciate and then, that. And then they had the dog bandit. Also, <laughs> you gotta have the dog, right? I think uh, the dog. even even Inspector Gadget had a dog, right? He had they had a brain. That was his name. The dog was Brain. Hey, by the way, that was good impressions that you just did with Inspector Gadget. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been working on my Doctor Claw since I was like five years old. <laughs> Was really. Hey, have a great, have a great day, man. Yeah, appreciate that, Mike. Thanks a lot for the call. Yes, Doctor Claw. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Here's the Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest theme music. Little dinosaur. Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. We'll bring this over to our Facebook page as well. Your favorite cartoons growing up. Eight one five eight seven four two one zero four as well. Porn is free on the internet, and so are we. Stream the Morning X live at theXRockford.com or on the free WXRX smartphone app. Data rates do apply. That's how they get you. Talking about your favorite cartoons from when you were a kid. What was your go-to cartoon? Got some responses from you on our Facebook page. Uh, Layla says Rocco's Modern Life on Nickelodeon. This is a good one. Little Australian. Wallaby character with a dumb cow friend. <laughs> Heifer. His, his name was Heifer. Remember that? Scooby-Doo reruns on Cartoon Network, says Layla as well. Didn't have cable at her house, so she had to go to Grandma's to watch the Cartoon Network. Stacy said Tom and Jerry, which I grew up watching. Love Tom and Jerry. Catherine said Tom and Jerry or Mighty Mouse. Yes. I think I used to watch Mighty Mouse a little bit. It was a little bit before my time. Mr. Trouble never hangs around When he hears this mighty sound Here I come to save the day Yeah, you remember that? Here I come to save the day Mighty Mouse was pretty cool. It was like, you know, just a super superhero Mickey Mouse type character. Yeah, for, for sure. Greg said He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yes. I don't think this show was ever not on in my house when I was a kid. And the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. <laughs> this is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull. I love how He-Man has like a 1940s news announcer voice too. <laughs> like they couldn't get a guy who sounded more like a badass. It had to be this news reporter voice. I, I guarantee this guy was giving reports in the 40s on the radio. Like this. Today, Japanese warships bomb the naval fleet at Pearl Harbor. This sounds like a job for He-Man and the masters of the universe. <laughs> And the masters of the universe! <laughs> Speak to anyone at any time with the telephone. And if you get into trouble, contact the police or He-Man. And the masters of the universe! 
I am Adam, Prince of Eternity. Well, back then, like, the only way you could get a voice acting job back then is if you had that really smooth, fantastic voice. The voice that always sounded like this, no matter what. I don't know if you know this, but Casey Kasem, the famous radio announcer, he played Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. Like zoinks! <laughs> but he had that smooth radio voice. And now, on with the countdown. If you get a chance, look up the video of uh, Casey Kasem losing his mind in the studio. A lot of swearing there. Can I not have a, a damn death dedication going into an upbeat number? <laughs> what was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Nick says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As a matter of fact, he typed out the whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song for us to enjoy on our Facebook page. You know, a little while ago, we had a guy uh, send us... This was a guy that I met on one of our bus trips. Sent us a metal version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. He made this. This dude's name is Cody. He made another one. He made an X-Men theme for us. I'll go ahead and share that later on this hour. We'll get a look at what it is coming up pretty soon as well. It's 104.9 The Morning X. If you want to chime in, 815-874-2104. You can chime in on our Facebook page as well at The X Rockford. It's The Morning X This Week, powered by Expert Electronics. Dude named Cody. I met him on a bus trip to see Guns N' Roses back in 2017. This was like two weeks after I started working here. And uh, these dudes are real cool on this bus trip. Cody uh, and his friends hung out with us for a little while. And Cody told me that he does heavy metal versions of cartoon theme songs from when uh, we were kids. And uh, he told me he did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, which is just awesome. Some Cody doing a kick-ass job on that and providing the vocals, he tells me. So that's not bad at all. Dude's a one-man band. Uh, but now he tells me he did the X-Men theme song. Now, if you remember the X-Men cartoon from the 90s, the theme sounded like this. is not a bad theme song at all, but I believe that uh, Cody can do a much better job. Let's see what Cody's got for us. Yes! can do when they have talent, man. The things you can just figure out. It's pretty awesome, dude. Just thank you, Cody, for sending that in to us. The X-Men theme, Metal Style. Seriously, it sounds better than the original theme song, Sonically. It just it drives a little harder. I think that would have been way better with those sound effects on in the background. Got skills, Cody. Definitely got skills. Appreciate that. 
This makes me feel like we got a talented bunch here who listens to 104.90X. I wonder if you guys have any hidden talents. We're going to do like a hidden talent seg- segment. Like, can you burp the alphabet? Are you one of those people? <laughs> I know a guy who could play like, you know, music with his hands doing fart sounds. I can't do it. It's very difficult, but I know a guy who could do that. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do that eventually. Have you guys share your hidden talents with us? Thank you very much, Cody, for sending that in. As always, I'm glad we were able to find a place for it on the morning X. 1049 the morning X, it is Kevin eight eighteen with Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Hey Andrea, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good. This morning we're talking about uh, your favorite cartoons when you were a kid. You had to have had a favorite cartoon, right? Oh yeah. Um what was mine? Oof, this is a tough one. Looney Tunes, that wasn't really when I was a kid. Cartoons, Muppet, loved the Muppets. Muppet Babies was good. I used to yeah, watch the Muppet else? Babies before school every day. Oh, yeah. What about Jem? Do you remember Jem? I do. Wasn't Jem like a, kind of like a Barbie-type character, but she had like a rock band? Was yeah. it like she had Jem and the Rockers or something like that? Exactly, <laughs> and I love that you just knew that. Or no, it was like Jem and the Meteors or something? Yeah, it was something no, like... No, you were right. Yeah, Jem oh. and the Rockers. So. Okay. Yeah, I, my, my sister watched it for sure. No, I was I was an Inspector Gadget kid, um, yep. and I, I never realized until I was an adult that Inspector Gadget was stupid. Like, it's, <laughs> Inspector Gadget <laughs> never solved any mysteries on his own. He always had his niece in the background working on the mystery, and... and oh. he, and he just bumbled around like an idiot while she was the actual one solving the mysteries. I just remember those awesome arms he had, the go-go gadget arms. Oh, yeah. And the go-go yeah. gadget hat that had all these devices in it. He had all that oh, stuff, yeah. but he couldn't figure out a mystery. Oh, go figure. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is um, now that I'm a parent, watching new shows in a different light is actually really, really fun and entertaining. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you don't catch all the adult jokes that are in the show, too. Right, exactly. Like so SpongeBob cool. is dirty. Sp- Sp- <laughs> SpongeBob is dirty. People don't realize that SpongeBob is a nasty show. Oh, well, it's just funny to me. Like all the different shows have little quirky things here and there that make you laugh. So it's it's cool to see them from a no- whole new perspective. Well, the writers have to do that because they know that parents are being forced to watch this garbage. <laughs> right. So like we might as well make it funny for them. Right, it's awesome. So there's a plus there. But yeah, that's a fun question. For sure. Now, we could stay in watching cartoons all weekend, or we could hang or, out in the Rockford region. So what is happening in our area? Yeah, and there's more going on, obviously, because of the mitigations. You know, recently we're now in the new phase, so there's definitely some, well, there's plenty of outdoor going on, but there's some indoor, too. So we'll first talk about, though, the 35th Annual Illinois Snow Sculpting Competition, which is going on all weekend long. It already kicked off as of yesterday, and it's going until Saturday where they're going to be building and the teams are going to be competing. Now, if you haven't seen what they're building in the snow sculpting competition or carving out out of snow mounds, it's absolutely amazing. All the different um, ideas are all drawn up and you can check out go rockford's facebook page or they have a great website to check those out but if you want to see them in person there are viewing hours so from now sunrise until 10 30 p.m each day you can go and check those out you can walk the park or you can just drive through which is really nice too which is what i prefer keep yourself nice and warm and toasty sure and drive on through um that's in the city park so get ready for that now these teams are here they're actually working i mean it's fun for us but they're doing a lot of hard work so there's going to be teams from around the state they're competing for nationals u.s nationals so it's a big deal you know if they need somebody to pose i got a great dad bod <laughs> i mean well, I, you be a little cold i would and, and i'm not a dad so it really doesn't count as a dad oh, bod right. i'm just out of shape you know <laughs> but yeah i mean I, i've seen the pictures of these things and i just i can't imagine ever being able to make something like this out of snow. It's really cool. Oh, it's unbelievable what they come up with. But 
But yeah, it's um, something that they, they work on these designs for a really long time and then they unveil them. It's a process. It's a really interesting, cool process. So then they unveil them and then they put their teams together. Now imagine teams working together like that and they have to talk together and know, hey, I'm going to build this piece and you're going to build that. And then it all turns out to be one big, beautiful piece of work. So Yeah, for me, it would just be like, all right, where do I put the carrot on the snowman? Where <laughs> Exactly. Where do I put the coal eyeballs? That's exactly. The, that's the, the gist of what I can do. That's too. the extent of my snow building skills for sure. <laughs> so check it out if you can. That's going all weekend long. And oh, of course, there are going to be there. There will be an award ceremony as well on Saturday. So uh, details for that. Of course, all the details can be found on the website. Nice. Yeah. So next up, we have. I don't know about you, but I really miss Rockford City Market right now. Like, really miss it. Yeah, it's such um, a it's it screams summer, doesn't it? I mean, it just it, it makes does. you long for it. It does. It does. But not too far off, at least. But in the meantime, I love that they have their indoor market area. That venue is so nice, and right now they're utilizing it as much as they can, and they do a monthly. Uh, trivia night. So it's really, really great. These are happening on select Thursdays of each month at 530. So if you're interested and want to go and check it out, you can definitely do so. There are drinks, prizes, and more at these different trivia nights, and they're themed, which is great. Uh, So check it out. And then also, I do want to mention with any indoor event right now, obviously, you're going to want to pre-register in advance if you're interested. But I want to say something here is that when these trivia nights come out, they fill up pretty quick. So you're going to want to uh, register early yeah. for these. And from what I understand, it's a sh- sh- uh, sh- sh- Shoots Creek Trivia Night. <laughs> <laughs> that Creek show that's really popular right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> the one that for some reason I can't say on the air. Uh, there we go. It's a sh- Creek. <laughs> I love it. Yes, it is. And I I really feel like I could I could win this one. I don't know about you. But. I, have, I haven't watched enough of it. I think it's a really funny show, and it's really well written, but I haven't watched enough of it to win the trivia event, unfortunately. Okay. If it were the office trivia, then you would be in trouble. <laughs> okay. No, I would, I I would bowl you over. <laughs> bowl you over. Uh, this one has definitely gotten me through the pandemic, so I, I think I could, yeah. I could well so hey maybe we get a team and I could lead the this one and you could lead that one. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good to me. Thursday, All January twenty right. eighth. That is today for <laughs> Creek Trivia. <laughs> Love it. So that's going on, which is always nice and fun to do. Um, Severson Dells Nature Center. They do a great job. They're doing a winter walk at the R. Robert Funderburg Forest Preserve this Saturday from 9 to 11. So if you want to get your family together and get outside, I don't know about you, but I need a lot of fresh air right now. So this is an event where you can bundle up and get outside and just breathe in that Midwest air, enjoy the scenery, and just have some fun. So that's going on. Yeah, awesome. It sounds like something you need to bundle up for. So you can count me out, but if you're the type (laughs) of person that doesn't mind that type of weather, then uh, great for you. But... Have you ever, it, snowshoeing is so much fun. And if you haven't tried it, this is an opportunity to snowshoe. And it's, it's really cool. Any and opportunity to wear out. tennis rackets on my feet, I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. It's really fun, I promise. So. Uh, we're out of time. And Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Everything she just talked about and more, you can find it at GoRockford.com. Andrea, thank you very much. Thank you. 104.9 The Morning X. Yesterday I had a chance to chat with Sam from the band Architects in an at-home exclusive online Facebook Live. It's now up on our website, thexrockford.com. You can watch the whole video. But I'll share a few minutes of the interview for you right now in case you didn't get to hear it. 
Check this out. Another at-home exclusive, the first one of 2021. We're very excited to be back online doing these. And to kick off the year, the first one of the year, we got the guys behind the song Animals that we've been hitting pretty hard on 104.90X. The architects are just, it's just architects, not the architects. We have a lead vocalist, Sam Carter, with us. What's up, Sam? How you doing, man? You all right? Thank you for that clarification. You would be surprised how many people get that wrong. Yeah, well, I did five seconds ago. And I just hey, had to no, myself. You, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. Architects. Uh, you guys, of course, a UK band. Is that where you are right now? That is where I am. Yeah, yeah. In Plague so Island. You are officially the furthest away of any of these at-home exclusives we have ever done. So uh, welcome to uh, Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, welcome to my kitchen table. So uh, the album uh, from Architects, it's called For Those that wish to exist. Uh, we can expect that to drop in February. You can pre-order it right now on the website, uh, architectsofficial.com. Uh, so I think with every album, there comes like a bit of centralized theme, which is not to say it's not, it's a concept album by any means, but a lot of times the tracks on the album tend to come from a similar place, a similar emotion. And usually with rock, it's a pretty intense emotion, uh, a lot of, a lot of angst. So where's the angst on this upcoming album coming from? Well, I think more than anything, I think this record's kind of like a, a social commentary on um where the world is at where we're at as people and we're kind of heading for this like oblivion you know it feels <laughs> like a, everything's kind of going wrong and everything's moving in the in a, in a strange direction and we're all just sort of standing by and watching it happen um and that's kind of you know asking ourselves the questions as well like what can we do? What are we going to do? Not only are we watching it happen, Sam, but we're, we're live streaming it. We're, we're filming it. We're, we're putting it yeah. on social media, man. We are, we are not only the viewers, we are also the producers of uh, kind of the downfall of, of humanity. It would seem like sometimes, right? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's strange. And it, <laughs> more than anything, I think, yeah, like, like, like you say, like camera phones out before you go and ask someone if they're okay. That sort of mentality is, is, is so ingrained in us as humans now. Would you, would you say that nobody seems to care either? Yeah, well, that's a, I think the thing about it is I think, you know, deep down, if you, if you really did ask someone, I think they would. And they really would not want everything to be falling yeah. apart and there not to be these, these disasters. But the main question is, oh, what are we, we going to do? Like, how are we going to get out of this? And, uh, you know, I think the main thing is we need to come together, really, and, and work as a, as a force and kind of move away from this kind of right-left conservative liberal conversation nice. and, and be like we need to work together on this right i think i think before we can get together and solve the problems half of us have to admit that there is a problem yeah and that's yeah that's step one half of the people won't admit there is a problem the other half see what's going on and just wish we could do something about it and uh, i yeah. think that's a, it's an interesting theme yeah and, and and that's it it's it's being able to i guess have those conversations without them being an argument and that and that that seems to be the problem these days that everybody's so willing to shout over everybody and tell everyone what to do, you know? And whereas I think with this record, you know, we've done a lot of records about talking about stuff like this, but kind of maybe it's come across as like judgy or like pointy and pointing fingers. And I think this one's kind of like, we're in the same boat. Like, what are we going to do here? And, yeah, and I think this one's a very relatable for everyone. Now, did, did you write the album before 2020, before before the disaster that was 2020, or, or was this something that came together creatively during the year? Yeah, we'd done uh, the majority of the writing before 2020 started, and we finished it early 2020. So, yeah, we, we, we'd had everything written pretty much before everything went to sh- now, Animals, we've been getting a lot of questions about yeah. the radio edit of Animals. Now, the lyric on the album, uh, it absolutely is an F-bomb. Uh, absolutely. But on the radio, in the edit, you're saying broken animals, which some people have misheard as as. F- 
fucking animals, which, you know, and I'm not yeah. sure. I'm sure now I'm not the first one to run that by you. I, I wonder about that. Now, in the UK, I've never listened to UK radio before, but do they require a radio edit in the UK just like here? Yeah, for some for some stuff, like there's like late night, sort of like later in the day, I think you can get away with it. But when you're being played on daytime, you have to you have to have an edit, yeah. So uh, and for us, for us, I think the thing that made was important is it was such a like big bit of the chorus. I think to just leave that word completely out would have just taken the flow away completely. So, yeah, we wanted to still give a good representation of, of what the song is about. We'll leave it right there. If you want to hear the rest of that, the unedited version, the uncensored version, and watch it, see this guy's awesome tattoos, go to the xrockford.com right now, or it's still up on our Facebook page for you to watch right there. It's 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake, fake, fake news. Fake news. It's fake Phony, fake, disgraceful, fake, disgraceful, false and fake, false and fake, false, false, false and fake. That was false and fake. Pile of garbage, pile of fake. China, false and fake. You know, there is a lot of fake news out there. It happens. You got to be careful what you read on the internet. Careful what you believe. But this is why we bring our news guy in from the Midwest Family Newsroom, Mr. Matt Hall. What's up, buddy? Are you saying that the things I read on the internet might not be true? Some of the things, you know, if you find it on Facebook and the source says, like, Eagles for United America News Warriors.com, <laughs> probably not a, a reliable source. I see. But, you know, I want to tell if you can tell the difference between real and fake news. I, I can try. I wonder so far how many you've gotten right and wrong. I should, I should tally up the total one of these days. I'm usually, like, every day when we do this, one for three. Like, I get one, but most of them are off, you know, so, like... Uh, it's hard to tell. 25%. This wacky world, it's hard to tell. So we'll go with headline number one. Real or fake news, Matt? 16-year-old girl undergoes 100 cosmetic procedures in three years. Gosh, I hope that's not true. Think but of those numbers. 16 years old, 100 cosmetic procedures in three years. That's too much. No, false. That is fake news. Started when she was 13. That is definitely real oh. news. She was a teenage girl in China, known as the youngest plastic surgery addict in the country of China. Huh. Uh, she's got 100 invasive cosmetic procedures in three years, and her extreme transformation was documented on her social media page, of course. Okay, I wonder what she... Is she turning herself into something else? I don't know what she's doing. Uh, she went from normal looking to look like a doll. Oh, she wants she, to look like a doll. She's one of those people that look like a doll, which, by the way, is effing terrifying. I know, right? It's terrifying. It's never not terrifying. Dolls scare the hell out of me. Yeah. The, there's a movie called Dolls. Is there? That scarred me for life when I was a kid. I can't watch Chucky. It, it looks horrible now, but it, it, at the time it was terrifying. It's just the doll with the eyes and everything. I just, I can't. I can't with dolls. Apparently this was a positive for this girl. She claims oh. her life is much better after the surgeries. Well, she's famous now. Yeah. Headline number two, Oklahoma woman attacks husband with bull penis. <laughs> it's in Oklahoma. <laughs> I believe that one's true. No? False. Come on. False. Yes, I, I made that up. Although I'm sure things like that have happened. I promise you somewhere in Oklahoma or the Midwestern Plains that someone has attacked someone else with a bull penis. Even though I don't know how you would do that. Well, you chop it off and swing. That's what you do. Why? Where do you find one, though? You just don't go out and, and do that. Well, if you have a bull, which in Oklahoma, a lot of cattle farmers there. So. Yeah, I guess it'd probably be easier to find one in Oklahoma than, say, here in the state line. How about this headline? Real or fake news, Matt? Dirty, <laughs> sure. dirty diaper thief finally caught and arrested. No, I don't know why anybody would steal diapers. False. That's real. What? Oh, for three. 
Uh, a man has been arrested and charged with the alleged theft of several soiled diapers, according to Toronto police. So this is Canada, surprisingly, huh. which I thought they were sane. They seem nice up there. His name is Shane Stephen Kirkaldi. He appeared in court via video cast, uh, video call last Saturday to face eight total charges, including counts of prowl by night. He apparently snuck in at night to steal people's poopy diapers. Well, I, I like the idea of prowl by night, whatever that is. That's a cool, that's a good way to say that. He was prowling by night. But why would you steal dirty diapers? What's the reasoning behind that? I don't know, man. I would say that depends. <laughs> Get it? I see what you did there. You get it? Uh-huh. Yeah, why? You should get a buzzer on that one. Of course. <laughs> All right, here's a headline. Real or fake news, Matt? Disturbs David Draymond teaming up with Axe Body Spray to create a body wash called Ooh-Wash. Oh, man. You know, I wish I wish that was true, but I know that that's got to be fake. <laughs> yes. That's another one of my Ooh-wash. dumb... I mean, they could at least do an ad campaign about you, body wash. Are you down with the cleanness? Right. Exactly. I mean, why wouldn't they? They should. He'd be great, too. He could be. Imagine him singing in the shower. That could be the commercial. That'd be great. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have a great shower on a commercial body. He's oh, kind of got a gut now. I don't know what he looks like, really. He's a dad bod, you know. Well, perfect. Yeah, per, yeah actually, perfect. I, I approve it. I'll allow it. Well, uh, get him on the phone. Call him Twitter. I know he's on Twitter. You can get a hold of him there. One last headline, man. All right. Be careful with this one. Uh-oh. Man arrested for riding at the Capitol was first place winner in a sexiest farmer contest. Was it the podium guy? I don't know. I don't. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> you know what? Um, those people. Yeah, I'm gonna say true on this one. Well, I told you to be careful. It's fake, but only because he wasn't first place. He was fourth. <laughs> he was the fourth sexiest farmer in Owensboro, Kentucky. There was a radio contest called She Thinks Her Farmer's Sexy. It was a photo contest. He received close to 8,000 of the 64,000 listener votes cast to choose the best-looking local farmer. After his fourth-placed fourth win, <laughs> he said he'd like to thank everybody that voted for him, but now he's in jail for the riots, Matt. <laughs> I hope it was Viking Hat Guy. <laughs> you think it was him? No, no, this guy's name is Jordan T. Revlet. Of course it is. <laughs> I'm Jordan T. Revlet. Let's go storm the Capitol. Woo-hoo! You know me. I'm the fourth sexiest farmer in Owensboro, Kentucky. Follow me on an insurrection. <laughs> yeah! I'm gonna put my crimes on the social media. That'll be that'll that'll show everybody. I'm gonna go whack Mike Pence in the head with a bull penis. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 1049. Say it! Say it! The Morning X.